0: Hi, this is Astro Chris from Coda Queen Astrology and today's video is going to be on the Leo Full Moon, the first full moon of the year. If you like astrology, this is a page for you. Don't forget to subscribe, hit that notification bell and comment below. I'll answer any question you have. You can also catch me weekly on my IG. I do IG lives and you can ask me questions there too. Okay, let's get started. So the Leo full moon is happening on the 28th of January, 2021. And this is a very exciting and also a little bit shaky full moon. First full moons are about being thankful, looking at our harvest, right? What has came to culmination and the area of life where we have the moon shining bright, we have to uh, first think that area for whatever gifts or lessons we learned and also start getting ready to change things and let things go. In general, the full moon is about gratitude. So let's tap into the archetype of the moon in Leo. The moon in Leo, or natives with the moon in Leo, tend to love to connect with others. They love children, they love acting, creativity, expressing themselves in a very dynamic fiery way so they have very fiery personalities you can tell when anyone with legal placements come into the room they're just calling attention and they don't necessarily have to be the best looking people um, because we come in all shapes sizes but there's something about their charisma that's what it is their charisma their attitude Um, their demeanor the confidence that they radiate they just radiate like the Sun so with the moon in Leo it's calling upon radiating shining in this area of life and we'll get into the 12 signs later and how the moon is going to impact those 12 signs but in general when the moon is a full moon it's in opposition to the Sun So we have this Leo moon opposing the sun in Aquarius and the sun in Aquarius has a different agenda. When the sun is in the sign of Aquarius, it's all about the people. We're no longer focusing on the individual or the king, right? Like Leo, we're focusing on the people of the kingdom. So the sun has a different perspective and things around the masses networks humanitarian causes the better good for humanity and technologies around fostering and assisting advancements in humanity this um, sign of aquarius rules the sciences rules large networks without a center so they're all interconnected and they all connect and work together and the Sun being here uh, forming a stadium because there's a concentrated energy here a stadium with all these planets emphasizes the area of Aquarius and this is where some of the nervousness and unexpected ideas come from because there's such a huge emphasis in aquarius now the bonus here is that we do have saturn and saturn is going to be in aquarius for quite some time we have saturn here supporting the sign of aquarius saturn is the ancient ruler of aquarius so that assists the sun as saturn is uh, helping but this does bring a level of seriousness a lot level of responsibility The sign of Aquarius is throwing a party with the sun, Jupiter, Mercury, Pallas Athena being there and Saturn comes and starts monitoring this party. So it does ground things. It focuses on uh, the expansion of Jupiter. So it kind of brings Jupiter down a little and for the last 2 years Jupiter has spent a lot of time with Saturn. So Jupiter was in the sign of Capricorn with with Saturn last year and now Jupiter is going to be in the same sign with Saturn this year until Jupiter goes ahead of Saturn. But in Germanic astrology according to my teacher this combination is auspicious and there is reasons. First It has to do with the demeanor and the temperament of each planet and what they rule. So the individual combination of Saturn with Mercury and Jupiter there can actually give a lot of advancements and payoffs in the areas that they rule in your chart. So everyone's going to have these areas activated for different um, themes in their life. And those are the areas of life that you're paying mind to because they're gonna be highly emphasized so um, in this case Saturn ruling Capricorn and Aquarius Jupiter ruling Pisces and Sagittarius and Mercury ruling uh, Virgo and Gemini in addition to the other planets and the signs that they're being activated so we see that they kind of tie in the rest of the chart now stadiums are a little bit heavier to digest because of the reason that they have such a punch of energy it's like jam-packed energy there's a lot of activity um, and we have to remember that the Sun is the brightest in our in our solar system so the Sun eclipses all the planets right now we have the Sun reprogramming all the planets and it's happening at the same time Typically, the Sun reprograms about two, three planets at the same time, but right now, it's going to reprogram. Uh, So far, it's reprogrammed three, and then when Venus enters the sign of Aquarius, it will reprogram Venus at the same time. So all the personal and social planets are being reprogrammed, and whenever this happens, it's a new cycle for them. So now they're all going into headquarters. It's like they uh, they got an invite to go to headquarters and the outcast here is Mars. But Mars knows about this party because he is squaring the energy of uh, the sun. So we have Mars at 10 degrees in Taurus squaring the sun. And this is an applying square because the sun is continuing to go forward the Sun will reach the 10-degree mark of about two days after and uh, form this exact square with parts but we have here the moon the Sun and Uranus and Mars forming a T square and whenever we have T squares in natal charts or even in prediction or forecasting, we have to look at the opposite sign where the apex is pointing. And in this case, it's the sign of Scorpio, Mars happens to rule this sign. That's how we relieve some of the tension. So whatever house you have that rules a Scorpio specifically around the 11 degree mark. so. We want to give it a range about 5 to 15 degrees then that's the area you want to focus on if you have planets there then you're going to tap into the energy of those planets to work with the frustration or tension or um load of energy to the energy that you're getting because mars and uranus together are energy they are rebellious energy and unstoppable as well and they're squaring the sun and all the other planets in aquarius and additionally it's also squaring the moon and the sun is representative of our uh, soul and um it also ruled our career and other things like that so we might feel it more physically in the body but the moon is going to be representing our emotions and our mood so we're feeling both um an over energized body and mind so Saturn does assist in kind of grounding things but can bring his pessimistic style so we might feel during this time that maybe sudden responsibilities are coming about and we are fearful of the future we're we're fearful of new developments and the reason being is because this chart is full of fixed energy so we have Taurus that's fixed that's fixed earth and we have Leo fixed fire and also Aquarius fixed air so we have those elements very strongly emphasized in this chart and we are lacking water which is when a chart lacks water it makes us a little bit less caring not connected as much to the emotions and intuition so we need to tap into that energy of trusting ourselves um, believing that we're able to make the correct decision and following our hunches and also honoring the fact that we might need a break if we're overstimulated if we have too much energy we feel too fired up we feel restless, taking the time to take a few breaths, taking the time to ground ourselves, taking the time to meditate or exercise lightly, because we are going to have an overstimulation of energy. And Jupiter is making sure of this. Why? Jupiter necessarily doesn't give a lot of energy in the chart. The thing is that Jupiter expands and exaggerates and overindulges and gives a lot and Jupiter is conjuncting the Sun now the Sun and Jupiter conjunct is considered a lucky aspect and this is one of the luckiest days of the year now there is some work to do so we're gonna feel the luck later we might not feel it and some people depending on their chart they might they might win the lotto they might get good news Um, They might make plans to travel abroad or to move abroad, if that's what they're seeking to do. So it all depends on how your natal chart is playing with this, this horoscope. But we do see Jupiter conjuncting with the sun here, making a day that is jovial, or expanding on our endeavors, expanding on everything that we do, and um, continue to push with positivity it is in opposition to the moon so it could also be a day that we might overindulge in food or comfort foods things like that because the moon in opposition to jupiter people or natives with this combination they usually enjoy um, overindulging in all the good and tasty foods that the earth has to offer us so we just need to be mindful of um, you know not emotionally eating if we don't need to and um, if that's the case if we do require a dose of good food and sweets and that's what's going to make us feel good then we can do that too but with the mindfulness that we need to execute some energy out using mars and this is if we use Mars to start something new, to show some some initiative, or literally just to work out and get the body and the blood flowing. But you do want to work out enough that you get your blood flowing because Mars does rule the blood. And this could also help with some of that nervous tension. Now, another powerful combination that we're having here is Pluto conjunct venus and they're the same thing it's same exact degree the 25th degree in the sign of capricorn venus in astrology rules love rules beauty and rules money now she's the lesser benefic so she pays less than jupiter but if your venus is well placed in your chart she continues to pay versus jupiter is very sparingly you have to have him super strong in your chart so he can pay more often but when Venus conjuncts the god of the underworld the god of power the god of massive wealth the god of the banking system because Pluto is large amounts of money it's loans it's credit and insurance policies and money that they revenue from dividends and interests so it could also be an indicator that something big is happening on this day that's going to influence the stock markets because we already have two powerful combinations here we have venus and pluto together and then we have the sun and jupiter together the sun and jupiter together i mentioned it's one of the luckiest aspects to have natally or in the sky so this is a day that all the astrologers look forward because it only happens once a year and it's for a few days but the day of this full moon happens to also be the day that the sun conjuncts jupiter now venus on the other hand conjunct pluto can also talk about trauma because venus whenever she crosses path with pluto she does see the dark side and some of her feelings start coming out maybe old traumas or old hurts or things that she needs to purge and take out of the system and we're starting the year with venus conjuncting pluto but by the end of the year this aspect repeats again so this is a good time to journal and see how you're feeling maybe whatever comes up it's because it's Pluto energy it's not so clear you don't really see it yet it's hidden it's still deep down inside and a few days after you start feeling hey wow why am I feeling this way or why am I feeling emotional or why did this situation happen oh wow this person just came out of nowhere and um, triggered this in me things like that so you want to journal to see how you're feeling. Specifically, anywhere between the 27th of January all the way through the end of January. So you can see if there's anything important to pay mind to, Um, but it can easily influence just your finances. So I would also look at your budget and see how um, it needs to either improve because that Pluto energy is about improving the processes. Pluto is digging deep and purging things that no longer work for us and just revamping everything to transform. So just remember, like, look at either your budget or start doing some inner child work or some journaling so you can know exactly what the message that Venus and Pluto are giving to you. But on the other hand, like I mentioned, the Sun and Jupiter conjunct is a lucky aspect. So it's something to look forward to and here the only uh, thing that i do see that's giving us a little bit more problems to uh, execute is mars mars himself is a little upset he is isolated with uranus and he is ready to take action um, on instinct versus thinking things through so this area of life where we have that mars we're gonna see a revamp in willpower in ambition and execution and we need to see how that energy is fostering our developments but all in all this full moon in Leo is super jam-packed with energy and fire and creative inspiration um, it's a beautiful moon okay so let's get into the forecast for all the 12 zodiac signs as a reminder we first look at our ascendant and then our moon and then sun Um, the moon and sun are secondary the ascendant is our life path that gives you the layout of the houses and how they're being influenced but the sun impacts more on a career outward level and then the moon is our emotion so it's going to be more internal so to get a more comprehensive analysis without getting an actual reading from an astrologer, you want to listen to all three. And if you have a stellium somewhere, you also want to listen to that stellium energy because sometimes that's stronger than your ascendant sun and moon, especially if it rolls one of those three. And for those that do not have their natal chart, I have a free birth chart calculator. The description will be below. Check that out. Cast your chart and come join me every single week as I post videos. Bring your natal chart and learn with me. That's how you get to know exactly how the forecasts are impacting your individual chart. You have it, you see your degrees, you see what's going on in the sky, and you learn astrology. You grow more intimate with your chart. Okay, so let's start with either Aries rising sun or moon so for Aries rising the full moon in Leo is happening in your fifth house so the area around children romance creativity this is an area where we need to look at and see the rewards that we reaped what is it that we reaped maybe um, you might feel more love more happiness more creative energy this is a great time to connect with family, to do things with your children. If you don't have children, to do something with the people that you love. If you have a partner, it's also very good to plan creative pursuits. So if you own a business and your business requires that you're creative, not just in an artistic way, but creative in any fashion where you have to think a little bit outside of that box. Then this is a great time to start working on that. Set your intentions. Look at what it is that you've accomplished. See what works for you. See what doesn't work for you, and then from there make that plan. So it's a very good transit. It could also bring um, attention to relationships because the fifth house is the. Is the house of romance so matters around relationships could be highlighted now there is that tension that i mentioned from mars so we might end up arguing or having disagreements especially in regard to our values because taurus is a sign of value so be mindful of that but use your focus to uh, continue with creative pursuits and maybe also do things that you love such as developing your hobbies. And for Taurus rising sun or moon you're looking at the full moon energy in your fourth house. And this is the house of the home the inner feelings the inner child and the sun is located in your career house the 10th house. So this is a time that you're going to look at and see and analyze if there's issues around your home and work balance so maybe things around work more responsibilities which is causing a little bit of issues connecting with the home maybe relaxing at home and um, this can actually bring some tension to The body so you start feeling overwhelmed you have mars right there in the first house kind of uh, picking at you picking at your body and the way that you feel now remember the outlet here is the seventh house because that is your scorpio house so focus on uh, maybe being more romantic with your partners or socializing more with friends family especially best friends or collaborating if you have a business because you do have a lot of energy in the 10th house. So you have Jupiter and sun there. Something lucky is happening. So good, good transit for you, Taurus. Continue to develop your career and set forth intentions around the home and career balance. Now for Gemini rising sun or moon. The full moon is happening in your third house of communication. And the sun is in your ninth house of wisdom and higher knowledge. So maybe travel is on your mind, talking, collaborating, socializing, um, taking a short trip. Um, Those are all great things that you can do. And the house where the full moon is shining bright, that's the house where you're going to be thankful. So it's a good time to connect with your siblings. Maybe even think of taking up a new skill or licensure and um, it is a good time to develop your skills on a higher level so if you've been thinking about going back to school or completing your education then this is a great time you have a lot of activation in the ninth house so if you've had training on your mind this is a great transit for you you're going to have a lot of activation in the ninth house, which is stimulating your higher knowledge, your education, even finding a teacher or a guru or a a professor that's going to help you in learning a new skill or learning a trade or enrolling in a collegiate institution to attain a higher degree. Now, it is a great transit to plan a staycation. Maybe go see siblings that you haven't seen for a while or connect with them over the phone be more active on social media connect with friends on social media so um, very good transit for you gemini just make sure that you are communicating and expressing yourself and not leaving things unexpressed you do want to get them out you want to express your feelings express your emotions and you'll see that you'll get a good response from the other party especially because that jupiter and sun conjunction is being very supportive so people might be opened to resolve issues but if that's not the case if you get along very well you have no issues to resolve plan a trip with your siblings plan a trip with your family explore take a little staycation and now for cancer ascendant sun or moon the leo Full moon is highlighting your second house of self-esteem, self-worth, resources. So this is a good time to continue to look at, hey, I love myself. Look at how much I've accomplished. Look at all the things that I worked on on myself. Maybe even budgeting or uh, looking at how you're spending and valu- valuing your money on the other end we have this thalium energy in your eighth house so we have aquarius energy in your eighth house impacting um, your partner's resources maybe also the money that you're revenueing from work or matters around work money so uh, that house is also a house that can reveal some hidden f- hidden feelings or traumas or insecurities. So make sure that you're being mindful of that and addressing them as they come. However, Jupiter transiting your eighth house, this can make you very curious and learning more of the occult learning more things around secrets and taboo and maybe taking up a Reiki course or astrology course. So for Cancer, this is a good time uh, to continue to develop the self, to continue to show the self love. And um, of course, you're ruled by the moon. We have the moon in the sign of Leo. When the moon is in the sign of Leo, it feels a little bit more animated and expressive. So continue to express yourself how you love what you love and just have a great time with it and for leo ascendant sun or moon this full moon is happening in your relationship axis so we have the full moon in your first house so the moon is highlighting your emotions right now your mood your feelings your mind and then we have this stellium energy in the seventh house of your partner your partnerships or what you seek in others so there's a lot of revamping in that area of life for you in the seventh house of Aquarius we, we have that Jupiter and Leo energy now when Jupiter uh, crosses the descendant it can also bring love or more love opportunities in a woman's chart Jupiter can be the representative of a husband or a spouse and um, having jupiter in your seventh house you might feel that you are uh, luckier in that arena so this is a good time to be uh, paying attention on how you feel how uh, your mood is and if that is directly correlated with your seventh house we can't forget that saturn is transiting your seventh house with which actually um, can test your relationships a little but it It could also bring serious relationships so this combination of having jupiter and saturn in the seventh house can bring a partner that's more long term because that's saturn energy in relationship astrology we do have to have a very strong placed saturn communicating with our partners saturn and other planets so like that the relationship shows more uh, promise of everlasting and having saturn there in your seventh house that's one of the indicators that if you do meet someone now it could be someone that is there for the long haul additionally this is also good for collaboration with others if you run a business or you are um, constantly communicating with others as a job function you might feel more responsibility however saturn helps us focus on narrowing down what it is we're taking how we are closing or negotiating deals and signing contracts so you might see a little bit more demand from this serious Saturn energy there in the seventh house if it's not playing out in relationships and you have Mars transiting your 10th house of career who is squaring Saturn so some demands in regard to People in authority, your bosses, the CEO of the company, maybe changes perspective or directives. Or there can be some tension around if the company is closing and you might be losing your job. So the focus here is to utilize your fourth house. That's where Scorpio is located. The sign of Scorpio should either be on the cusp or inside of that house somewhere. So... um, connect more in the home maybe relax in the home I would do some remodeling or moving furniture around or cleaning or getting rid of old things because you want to move the energy you want to purge and that is the outlet for this T score tension that we're feeling between Mars Uranus moon in Leo and the stadium in Aquarius so for Virgo ascendant Sun or moon the full moon is happening in your 12th house now when you have a full moon in the 12th house, it just refocuses on you resting the body. The 12th house is the house of bliss, of disconnecting, of the unconscious, of hidden things, of things that are not so clear. And it's also the house of spirituality in faraway places. So it's a good time to either start daydreaming of going somewhere. Or setting plans but not really necessarily booking those plans but just kind of organizing them in your thoughts and visualizing where you're going what you're doing but most important importantly resting now you you do have um, the stadium energy in the sixth house so that's why you're gonna require some rest you have the Sun and Jupiter Saturn and Mercury on your sixth house of routines, work, responsibilities. So um, that's going to be highlighted for a few months for you where you're working on your habits and your daily routines. So do take advantage of this Leo full moon in your 12th house. You need a rest. I would recommend doing some type of EFT tapping or meridian work to move the body and also release some stress from the body Uh, now we see that mars in your chart is actually in the ninth house and this can bring a clash of beliefs or belief systems maybe you're getting information that's a little bit shocking to you and it's shaking up your beliefs but uh, not necessarily a bad thing. It's gonna make you more curious in regard to attaining more knowledge and more wisdom. So take advantage of that. See if there's anything you want to expand your mind or your horizons to and um, continue to learn in this area. And for Libra rising sun or moon, the full moon is happening in your 11th house of networks. Of hopes dreams aspirations and you have that big stadium in your fifth house of uh, entrepreneurship your fifth house of children romance so there's gonna be a lot of developments around the fifth house but right now the focus is on your 11th house of networks your hopes your dreams it's a house after retirement so your gains um, very good transit to connect with people that you hold dear to your heart like friendships or to socialize more, to create more uh, friendships and network and maybe join a charity or do things that you love in regard to humanitarian work. It's a very good transit for that. Now now Mars is in your eighth house in the sign of Taurus along with Uranus. And this is going to impact your partner's money, um, taxes, insurances. But it it also impacts your physical self, your feelings, your inner fears. When we have Mars transiting the eighth house, you typically have a very active dream life. So journal, um, write things down that you feel that are important. Sometimes they're hidden messages, so work through things like that. Um, You've been activated with Uranus transiting your 8th house for quite some time, so a lot of curiosity around paranormal, the taboo, the occult has been um, dominating your life in the way that you feel and Mars there just kind of energizes that. So take advantage of this transit and continue to connect with others and maybe find a group where you're able to... Connect with like-minded people and indulge on all these cool taboo topics that you are so interested in and for Scorpio ascendant Sun or moon this full moon is happening in your tenth house of a career now you're going to have a lot of activation in the fourth house in the Aquarius house um, so this is also a Uh, Pull from career to home, so it's energy where it's uh, pulling you more to focus on home responsibilities um, and also honor the developments around career. So maybe this is a good time for you to set intentions on either changing jobs or promoting within the job or taking up more responsibilities. You do have the moon there kind of highlighting how you are feeling at work and your work environments and with this authority or this extra responsibility that you're either seeking or you're attaining. Now, the challenge is coming from your seventh house of partnerships, marriage partnerships. Maybe the work-home-life balance is not so supportive. There's things that needs to change or be revamped, and it's causing a little bit of disagreements or not seen eye to eye with your significant other in regard to the home and career responsibilities on a different level this could also manifest in regard to personal endeavors and the amount of responsibility that you're putting on yourself so just remember to continue to communicate and collaborate now the house that is the relief for you in regard to this t-square is Scorpio This is you. This is the body. So do what you love. Do things for you. Uh, Work on your body. Maybe set a new routine. That's the outlet to balance the partner, to balance the home life, and to balance the work life. Enjoy. And for Sagittarius sun, moon, and rising, this energy of the full moon in Leo is activating your ninth house of beliefs, of higher education, of... Um, gurus, of travel, of learning, of expanding knowledge and also the legal system and your third house is being activated by the stadium in Aquarius making you more interested in learning quick skills or communicating your needs more uh, networking or um, talking with siblings and neighbors and Maybe even um, planning a trip. Now, the moon in Leo is asking to look at what you would like to achieve. The ninth house is a fun house. It's one of the lucky houses. So look at what it is that you want to do. Do you want to travel? Do you want to learn more things? Because whatever experiences you fill yourself with, you're taking them and you then excrete this new skill or these new um, ways of communicating through your 10th house of status and career. So whatever you're doing now is gonna help you elevate your career and get more advancements within your company or even get a new job or promotion. So this is a great time to think about advancing, advancing your skills, getting more knowledge or even just traveling to refuel the body and refuel the mind now the tension for you is coming from the sixth house so you do have uh, a taurus in energy with mars so be mindful of your daily routines and also your health if you haven't had a health checkup and make sure you're doing those health routines get your blood work done mars rules the blood so you want to make sure that you are checking your blood that everything's balanced because there is some tension so there might be some tension around work responsibilities maybe you're not feeling like you have your uh, responsibilities in order so it's a good time to look at that revamp it or even start a a nice routine around uh, getting exercise in eating the right type of food and also expanding your mind and your horizons enjoy this transit and for capricorn ascendant sun or moon the full moon in leo is happening in your eighth house so you're feeling the energy from the eighth and that is how you feel, your mutual resources, and also um, your inner feelings, maybe uh, something highlighted in regard to um, deep feelings or something you need to work through in regard to fear. Um, when the mo- the moon transits the eighth house, it's a little bit more emotional because it is a house of uh, inner depth feelings and traumas and transformation. So this is a good time to do a um, meditation in regard to releasing, maybe a cutting cord meditation or inner child work. But on the uh, uh, positive note, you have the Aquarius stellium in your second house of resources and self-esteem. So you're gonna see some growth in regard to your values, the food that you eat, the money that you're attracting, etc., and how you're valuing money. Now, you are feeling tension from Mars and that's actually in your um, fifth house of romance and children and you've been having energy of Aquarius there for quite some time. So, working on um, the things that you love, maybe you feel a little bit more energized to be uh, active and um, uh, doing things with your loved ones or executing a hobby or even starting a business so this looks like money 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 for you so keep up with that hard work and for aquarius rising sun or moon the leo full moon is in your seventh house bringing to attention the relationships you have the partnerships you have your intimate relationships if you're not in a partnership or you're not married maybe that's on your mind right now but the focus is the Aquarius house now you're having a revamp in the self a revamp in um, all your houses because from the first house it squares the fourth it squares the tenth and it aspects the seventh as an opposition so whenever we have major planets doing lots of activation in the fourth house it's a new cycle of growth for us But you do have the moon in the 7th house of partnerships, maybe working on changing how you respond to partnerships or um, doing other things uh, such as developing uh, or fostering new ways of being a partner. There's patterns that we grow up with or. Uh, Things that we see when we're younger that are not as useful for us But then there is also good behavior and supportive behavior that we did see from supportive parents So analyze how you collaborate how you speak to others how you respond to others And see if there's anything you need to work on anything that you need to change so maybe you can um, foster these relationships on a better and deeper level for yourself now Mars is in your fourth house of the home the inner feelings so it's a good time to change things around the home revamp the home change the home uh, how it looks because Mars there is going to get a little bit impulsive and antsy and um, maybe you're not even spending that much time there because you're being forced to uh, do other things and um, Mars is going to require that you work out and you execute some of that um, extra energy that you have around the home. Now, it's a good time to work on inner child work because this is the fourth house of inner child, especially if some trauma or some uh, feelings of uncomfort are coming up, then it's a good time to do some journaling shadow work inner child work maybe eft tapping anything in regard to moving those feelings around and purging them out you can even do a letting go ceremony where you write down all your feelings and then after that you embrace whatever you feel you forgive the people involved you forgive yourself and you let it go and you could either burn it or Uh, tear it into little pieces bury it on the earth whatever it is whatever you feel like doing so you can let these feelings go and move this energy that no longer serves you so all in all this is a good transit for you to continue to develop the self and continue to develop the relationship that you foster with other people and lastly pisces ascendant sun or moon the full moon is happening in your sixth house of daily routines activity health responsibilities habits now you do have a lot of activation in the 12th house your aquarius house has all these planets transiting and they're going to continue to revamp you and reprogram you during this period pisces you are being asked to work on Releasing and relaxing and connecting with the spirit. The twelfth house is a very spiritual house. The twelfth house is a uh, going in depth house, so you need to go deep into your feelings and release this energy now you can still create you can still work but throughout this transit you're gonna require a lot of breaks in between a lot of uh, time for the self so you can retreat relax so make sure you're getting those appointments in or you're scheduling this in into your busy schedule so you can revamp your system because you are being rewired in regard to your subconscious from the 12th house which can overwhelm conscious level the everyday responsibilities now uh, you are feeling some tension in regard to the way that you communicate with others because we do see Mars in the third house so you might not feel as sensitive and compassionate when you respond especially to people that are irritating you and upsetting you and remember we need to tap into the Scorpio house and that's gonna be the ninth house for you So developing your wisdom and higher beliefs is gonna keep you a little bit more grounded. And also speaking your truth because the ninth house is about speaking your truth. The third house is about communicating. So you're not just gonna communicate, you're gonna speak your truth, you're gonna walk your truth. And just be mindful that you do it in a way that you're not causing a lot of ripples or disrespecting people because you are a little frustrated Uh, With that Mars energy in the third house, but this can actually assist you in organizing your daily routines Because this is another house that deals with daily routines So thank you so much for tuning in I really appreciate giving you guys all this information and this forecast And if you feel like this resonated with you And you would like to buy me a coffee There's a description below for that, no pressure I will see you back here next week for another video in regard to the cosmic energy, astrology, and spiritual development. And you might want to check these two videos out that I think you'll find interesting. So I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much and take care. Bye.